Welcome back to Apologetics for Tweens. This is Tom Griffin. For our podcast today, let's go back or forward, perhaps, depending on how you look at it, to Revelation and look at the disturbing discussion about a one-world religion. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for everything you do for us, all our blessings, and especially for sending Jesus to save us from our sins. I pray that this message will reach all those who need to hear it and that in hearing it will help them recognize you in their lives and seek you in a deeper way, find you, and believe in you. May everyone who already knows you, Lord, maintain their faith and be confident to share about you with others. Amen. So let's have one more discussion from Revelation before we leave it. And let's take a look at the prediction of a one-world religion and one-world government. First, the one-world government. Well, this has been in the making for hundreds of years already. As our world has evolved from individual nations, there have been dictators and nations who wanted to control the entire world. Some were almost successful or even temporarily successful, but it hasn't fully happened yet. The idea of one government that rules the world is something on the minds and the plans of men and has been for the last couple hundred years. This is often described as the New World Order. Ironically, if you Google it, you'll see it listed as a conspiracy theory. Of course, that is part of Satan's deception to keep people from taking it seriously. If you Google it, you'll also see that Christianity is a major influencer of this supposedly false conspiracy theory. But is it false? If the Bible is historically reliable and prophecies have been shown to be true, and we covered that already and showed it is in fact reliable and prophecies have been amazing, then the remaining unfulfilled prophecies will also happen one day. So, no, this is not a conspiracy theory. There are European and United Nations factions who have been pushing for a one-world order or a one-world government since before America even came on the scene. The European Union may be a modern step in that direction right now. In recent times, America has contributed to this eventual situation by continual outsourcing and reliance on other countries like China, creating internal strife and disorder that causes disruptions across the world and leads to more dependence of other countries as they get in economic trouble and need help from us and our allies. Now, I'm not saying isolationism is what I want, not at all. My point here is actually that once we were a nation under God, but now we're heading toward a nation under an alliance of other governments. But if those other nations and governments do not believe in the one true God, then we will end up bowing to a de facto world rule without recognition of God, and that will be detrimental for us and for the world. And that's what Revelation predicts about the one world order or one world government. When we can no longer stand up for our own godly values in our decision-making and instead cooperate with other non-believing and idolatrous nations in a one-world rule, that will lead to world destruction and exactly what Revelation predicts. But perhaps you're saying, hey, I thought this podcast was about the one-world religion. 
Yes, it is, but they are tied together and happen together. Revelation also predicts there will be a time when there will be a a one-world religion that's dominant throughout the world. That religion will be the support mechanism of the one-world government to get the people to follow along blindly. Now, to be clear, the Bible does not tell us what that religion is. Maybe it's not a particular religion, but some combination. Let's see what Revelation does say, and then I'll give you my view, which is merely conjecture of where this may be heading. We talked about the Antichrist. At some point, the Antichrist breaks the seven-year peace treaty with Israel and the Middle East during the tribulation period of God's wrath. The Antichrist sets himself up in the temple to be worshipped by everyone, or they will be executed if they won't bow to him. And they have to accept the mark of the beast, and it's required to bow down to him and receive that mark or die. This is somehow facilitated by a kind of an appearance of a miracle where the Antichrist receives what is thought to be a mortal wound, but recovers in sort of a pseudo-resurrection. Some religious figure appears on the scene and supports the Antichrist and declares him God and then begins to rally the people and the religions of the world under him. This figure is called the false prophet. We do not know or have any inkling as to who the Antichrist and false prophet are. We do not know when this will take place either but there will be a consolidation of all religions into a one-world religion pushed by the false prophet to worship the new God, the Antichrist. And people comply. Except those who are true Christians and those who become believers during the tribulation. But most of those will be killed during that tribulation, but saved to be in the presence of Jesus. You don't have to be brilliant to see how this inevitable scenario is already playing out in the world today. We talked about this in several podcasts. When you hear things like, all roads lead to heaven, or we all worship the one God, or all gods are just representations of different paths to the real God, these are the beginnings of the one world religion. There are three major religions in the world in terms of number of people involved, Christianity, Islam, and Hinduism. We see the rapid acceleration in the United States of the nuns, the so-called nuns, who claim no religious institution, but claim to believe in God. And this category also includes those who do not believe. So the nuns is a growing category. And you see the current Pope who came on the scene during his papal introduction and declared to those listening from his balcony that he welcomed all those who believe in the one God. But he was talking to everyone that was there and especially to Islam when he made that statement. Now you can decide what he meant by that. There was also another recent controversy with the Pope when he talked about non-believers. He said that they needed to follow their conscience when asked if they had salvation. No one knows what he really meant by that, but some have interpreted 
that he meant non-believers might find salvation. I doubt myself that's what he meant. I certainly hope not. But let's at least say he has a pretty liberal view of who God is in regard to whether others might be saved who do not believe in Jesus. It has never been stated by him, but it brings the issue into question. He has also brought other factions into the Catholic realm, including those who are typically called charismatics. I'm not mentioning these situations to demean the Pope, but to show a growing trend worldwide toward a consolidation of all people under one roof, so to speak. A few years ago, I discovered another trend called Chrislam, and this is a combination of Christianity and Islam. Chrislam. There was an event in dozens of churches around the country, mostly in the Sun Belt, where certain churches supported the idea of worship and services that included sermons and scriptures from both of the religions, Christianity and Islam, during the same service. With both holy scriptures available simultaneously, as though we worship the same God. But we do not worship the same God. Jesus is God, but they don't believe that. My point here is that there's a trend to consolidate all religions as belief in the one God, regardless of the nature of who those religions claim that God is. So perhaps that's the beginning of the one world religion, beginning with Christianity and Islam and the nuns. It wouldn't be a stretch for atheists to become part of it if they were led to believe a miracle had truly happened. Of course, they don't believe miracles are possible, but what if they thought one actually did happen? And then I don't want to leave out the Hindus. This religion already accepts many gods and welcomes the Christian God. It wouldn't be a stretch to suggest they could be swayed to become believers in this new one-world religion. Friends, that's all just my conjecture, yes, but it is based on trends of actual events taking place. How do you think the one-world government and one-world religion will come about? However it happens, we know it will happen, because the Bible can be trusted, and it's true. Be prepared, friends. Take care until next time.